Hello, this is the Myth Taken Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Amanda, joined by... Oh, you're not going to say my name. No, I'm waiting for you. I, I thought you were going to introduce me, joined by... And then... Joined by my lovely co-host by the name of Dan. I mean, husband Artur. Husband Artur? I don't know. That sounds important. <laughs> okay. Isn't it, what is an Artur? Like, I, I thought that was just a word you made up. No, it's a real thing. <laughs> I, I've heard people <laughs> refer to as Artours. Or oh, Ar- okay. Artours? Hmm? I don't know. Um, it's been a minute. Yeah. So we've done a show. It's been a little while. It has. A couple weeks, a month, I don't know. More than a couple weeks, yes. Okay. Well, this time... We're going to talk about the Wendigo. The Wendigo. The Wendigo. I actually have no idea what the Wendigo is. So, Really? You've n- never heard of the Wendigo before? Um, I don't know. Maybe if you describe it to me, I might be like, oh, yeah, okay. I know what this thing is. But off the top of my head, I don't know what it is. And I don't think I have one tattooed on my leg. I'm pretty sure. No, you do not. Yeah, I don't. There's no Wendigo. I know. Down there. Um, The Wendigo is um, a creature known mostly from Algonquin folklore. Um, Other tribes um, that know about him or had traditions of him are the, sorry if I don't pronounce these right, Ojibwe, Eastern Cree, Niscopi, and the Innu. But there are other ones as well. I did not write them all down. Sorry. Um, but those were like the main ones, big ones. Um, so in their folklore, the Wendigo is um, a lost hunter. He He went out hunting for food for the people in the cold winter and he got lost. He didn't have food. Um, so the poor people that he was hunting with, um, he ate them, did yeah. he eat them? Oh, he, he did? resorted to cannibalism. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it is not that he killed them and ate them, but they died from the elements and he was really hungry. Um, so he ate them and then that turned him into a crazed monster known as the Wendigo. Well, he craved their flesh. Yeah. The people, the human's flesh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's one story that I think that's the main story. Um, but there, are, uh, there is another one that he was a great warrior who made a deal to save the tribe. Um, so the deal was that, you know, he would turn into this beast called the Wendigo um, to kill their enemies um, and save his tribe, but, um, which he did. And then that obviously resulted in peace because he killed all of his enemies, the tribe's enemies. Um, so once peace came, the tribe didn't need him anymore and they cast him out, which is kind of a sadder story, Hmm. I think. Because he was like, because he was a Wendigo, like, and he had served his usefulness, I guess. 
those are the two stories I found about him, about his origin, how he came to be. Okay. Um, so being that both of them are kind of like winter, um, so he's a cold weather creature. And a lot of where he was found is in Canada, Minnesota, the Great Lakes, a lot of places where it just gets colder. Is it cold in the Himalayas? Well, yeah, but he's n- he's North American, not not part of the Himalayan. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. So the name Wendigo can be translated a couple different ways. Two of the ways that I found. One is evil spirit that devours mankind, which that's ominous. Seems yeah. pretty. Appropriate. Um, and then the other one um, translated to spirit of lonely places, which just kind of makes him seem very sad. Yeah. So it, is that <laughs> what it what it translate to in the story from which he is casted out? Perhaps. I'm not sure. I just found both of these in different places. And sometimes it was with the one story, sometimes with the other story. So... Um, but it would make sense. It's kind of like at the end of The Incredible Hulk when Bruce Banner is walking away and there's the piano music and sad. He like looks back. Yeah. It's yeah. It, I think it's exactly like that. Because he's a lonely beast. Mm-hmm. He's, he's an outcast. An outcast. Yeah. Turns into a big green, green rage monster and smashes things. Much like the Wendigo is a crazed monster uh, wanting flesh to yeah. eat. I don't think the Hulk eat, eats people. But he's also not real. Right. Um, okay, so what do you think this Wendigo looks like? Wh- when I'm telling you these stories, what comes into your head? Um, I think of the mask that M'Baku wore, wears in uh, Black Panther. <laughs> not because you were just looking at one the other night? <laughs> Yes and no, <laughs> but like I imagine, I mean, because it, since it's supposed to be kind of humanoid, I imagine, since he was a man, that maybe it would, you know, he's still kind of humanoid. I was gonna say hominid, but I don't <laughs> think that that's a pro- that's correct. Um. Uh, but you know, so large, probably kind of hairy, very large shoulders, but maybe a small waist, kind of like a. A giant bodybuilder of sorts, maybe like, like Arnold in his heyday, uh, but hairy, uh, and with some kind of smaller head that is apish, with lots of sharp teeth. Oh, okay. Yes, that is that is what. Or um, there's uh, one of the the bad guys in uh, the He Man uh, series. I can't think of what his name is, but he. Um, or is it Thundercats? It was either He-Man or Thundercats, but it was kind of like a big man beasty thing. Okay, interesting. I don't know that I've seen that beast. Yeah, it might it might even just be called Man Beast. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> character's name. Bong. Bong. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, I not bad. I don't I wouldn't picture him as a Harry Arnold myself, but I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so reports of this beast say that he was very tall 
up to 15 feet tall. See, called it. A giant, some might say. Um, characteristics were that he had really big eyes. They were owl-like even. Or that his eyes looked like they were pushed back into their sockets. Kind of went both ways there. So kind of like when the mountain crushes the viper. Perhaps. Yes. Yes. Um, that he had razor claws. Um, fast. He was very fast, but, um, or he might have had a haggard gait. So maybe not so fast. Really conflicting reports. Um, he, so he looked emaciated. I was going to say that really wrong. I'm glad I didn't. He was emancipated. <laughs> he was, he looked emancipated. Sure. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, he, I'm, I guess there was a time where Macaulay Culkin looked emaciated. <laughs> he looked emaciated. And Macaulay Culkin did emancipate himself. So there you go. Yeah. It, it all circles back yeah. to Macaulay Culkin. Ah. Um, so the skin looked like it was stretched over his bones. You could easily see his bones through his skin. Um, he was just like a husk of a person, but, um, a hulking husk because he was so large. Hulk, you say? Yes. <laughs> um, some reports said he was ash gray. Um, he had the odor of decay. He either had missing or tattered lips, yellow fangs, D- and a tongue that was much too long for the mouth. S- tattered lips? Mm-hmm. That sounds unpleasant. <laughs> it does. Um, sallow skin, matted hair, stealthy. N- it knew his, its turf. It knew how to navigate its turf. Um, some things it's said to have been able to do were cursing humans through possession. So it could possess other humans in turn them into a wendigo like itself in that manner so like but would they stay wendigos or was it like he would possess them they would eat a person and then like mid feast he'd unpossess them and they'd be like oh what i do it didn't get that into it but you never know i feel like that could be that could be um it could mimic human voices to lure its victims to it so far, this is just sounding like the predator. <laughs> <coughs> sorry, I had to um, cough there. Yeah, making a whole lot of mic noise with your hands. I'm really sorry. Um, he looked like a gaunt skeleton. What else did I write down? He had a heart of ice, or he was made of ice. I... I feel like all of these descriptions are terribly conflicting because it's mm-hmm. like he could be really stealthy, but he also was hobbled. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like some reports were like, oh, he's so fast. But then other other things I read said he had a really haggard gait. So like obviously those two don't really go together. What is a haggard gait? Is that like, is that a hobble? or like Yeah. Kind of like, you know, a hobble or a limp or just like a gait that's like uneven, unwieldy. I guess the verbiage gate. What about gate? I don't know. 
I just have never used that or heard that uh, um, use. Oh, you, oh, yeah. People talk about gates all the time. I mean, where I work, you have a gate belt to help people walk. I mean, I have a front gate. gate. It's a different kind of gate. G-A-I-T, not G-A-T. That sounds, that su- the way it's spelled, it seems like it should be gate. <laughs> it's not. They have a gate. Um, so reports of him were from the 1800s to the 1920s about i did not find anything more recent than the 1920s so either he's just hiding out or maybe he does not exist or never did who knows um were there periods of hibernation i don't know like would he go dormant for a while maybe he would like went dormant and then the internet came out and now he just uses like craigslist to lure people in to eat them maybe you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Some monsters really got to get with the times. Yeah, I mean, monsters. There's mm-hmm. a lot of monsters on the internet. Mm-hmm. Plenty of trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing I read. Where is it? He um can be killed by iron, steel, or silver. Supposedly. Um, and it sounded really um, reminiscent of how you might kill a vampire with a silver stake to the heart and then dismember him with a silver axe. So his heart's made of ice. Mm-hmm. But you need silver. You can't just like... According I mean. to one thing I read. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of out there. Um yeah, I mean, basically, the Wendigo is always, always hungry. If you look at people's drawings of him on the internet, he is quite creepy looking. Some of the drawings have him with weird antler thingies and the glowing eyes. Others, he looks more like a golem type creature. Giant emaciated moose. One of them, yeah. I mean, some of them do look like deer, elk, moose with the the whole face but then they've got like the bones sticking out which would be like the the rotted corpse type side of him so it's it seems like it could be like a rabid like elk Mm, yeah yeah i know a lot of the what people have drawn him as doesn't look all that human other than this one that looks kind of like a golem creature but like all the other ones look like it's a crazy deer elk hybrid thing. So interesting anyway, but still creepy looking. I, I enjoy all the pictures, but they are very creepy. Um, So shall we move on and I can talk to you about maybe some encounters that they had. Sure. Um. Okay. So, the first one, well, now there's mention on many sites about Rosasu in North Minnesota being an active place. You say, oh, never mind, sorry. What? (laughs) Nothing. I was going to do my my, uh, Bobby's World impression of what someone from Minnesota would sound like. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, but there were no details just other than it was a hot spot, mm, apparently. Don't you, don't you know? Yeah. So I don't know about that. Mm, kind of seems pretty iffy. But um, 1878, there was a Plains Cree trader named Swift Runner. He was a married man with six kids. And, you know, his job was trade. Like, that's what he did. Train? Um, to trade. Oh, trade. Okay. Yes. Um, and I think he was training, like, maybe his sons or, yeah, his sons in the business of trade. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, okay. Sorry. What? Nothing. It was, you said trade but it, I, I thought you said train and then <laughs> you went on to say training and <laughs> so I'm just confusing you yeah so I thought you were saying that he was trading his sons um but you were for a train yes so no. that he could get around yeah but I, you hadn't gotten to train to, to trade <laughs> okay <laughs> carry on there's a man training his sons in the way of the I trade. think so okay um it mentions that his eldest son um, died of starvation when I believe they were out journeying to trade something. And um, it was really cold. And he was really hungry. And so he ended up, like, killing the rest of them. So his... Eldest died of starvation, but then he was like, I'm hungry, and he killed the rest of his family and ate them, which is weird because a lot of the stories that I read were like, well, supplies were only 25 miles away from where he was. Yeah, so but that doesn't make any sense. Why didn't he just walk the 25 miles to get food? Alexander Supertramp was not very far away from a little town. And he died of starvation. Well, he died of starvation, but also, like, because he ate the wrong kind of berries. Mm, right. That's true. You don't necessarily know exactly where you are. He was not a very good trader because he didn't get any maps. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's also the thing. Like, he, you know, this was his life. He knew where he was. Like, he should have been able to navigate because of doing it so often, but he didn't. Um, he was later executed at Fort Saskatchewan, apparently. That's all I have on him. Where's I wish that? I had more of his story. Where is Fort Saskatchewan? Fort Saskatchewan. Let me... Is that in the Pacific Northwest? No. Most of this is in the Midwest. Midwest. Yes. Mm, Midwest and in Canada. Midwesterners seem like people that would eat people. So, Fort Saskatchewan is in Alberta, Canada. Oh, right, because he was from Minnesota, right? That's where this... No, this one I didn't say he was oh. from Minnesota. But he was part of the Cree. The tribe. Cree? The Cree. Oh. So, okay, so he he is the the Winnebago. <laughs> yes, he's the Winnebago. Okay. Um, Fort Saskatchewan is actually pretty far north into Canada. Um, and it's actually not as 
west or not as midwest as I thought it was. It's kind of above Montana and Idaho area, but way up there. So very I was can- thinking it was more east. Canada's vast. It's very Canadian. Mm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at a red dot on a screen. So. Yeah. Um. So in the 1900s, there was a man by the name of Jack Fiddler. He was O.G. Cree. He was a chief and a medicine man. Like O.G., like original gangster? <laughs> no. O.G. spelled O-J-I, which might be short for Ojibwe that I talked about earlier. Maybe. I'm not entirely 100% sure. Sure. Um, but he, he was known as a medicine man. He was the chief of his tribe and one of his, um, accomplishments as a medicine man was being able to defeat the Wendigo. So he would get called when there were reports of somebody being a Wendigo. Okay. And he would go there to defeat them. Okay. So Um, he just spent his time training to be a Wendigo fighter? Well, I don't know that he spent his time doing that. I mean, he was also a chief. He had other things on his plate. Yeah, but if he was, like, specifically the Wendigo, like, champion. He was, like, the best known for it, and apparently, like, people trusted him to do it. So, um, and I think to defeat the Wendigo, it ultimately led to whoever was the Wendigo dying, (laughs) I think. Um, so he was known to have defeated 14 Wendigos. Mm. Um, his brother, Peter. Was a Wendigo. Turned into a Wendigo. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we had that to deal with. This is a real, like, Mufasa scar situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in 1907, Jack Fiddler and his Either his other brother, Joseph, or his son, Joseph. It, it, I had two accounts that just didn't jive there. I'm not sure if it was his son or his brother. They were arrested for murder because you don't go around defeating 14 Wendigos and, you know, not get arrested for killing people. This wasn't on their, like, tribe or their, like... Th- there's not, like... This wasn't in the uh, the native lands. I don't know what 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 you want to call it. The uh, on the reservation, I guess was. Don't they have their own law? He was the chief. He was the chief. Um, but I'm not sure if this happened in Canada or the USA. So it's hard to say. Like. Sure. I, I don't mean, know can like how Canada and the native population is there. Like mm-hmm. I know what America is and the native population. And yeah, so I you know here whether or not they're on the reservation, I think like you know 14 people dead, the government would break on in there cuz I mean that's what they do. I'm sure if even in the states if 14 people died and there was you know reports of um 
the Wadango. Wadang- See, I keep forgetting <laughs> what it even is. Wendigo. Wendigo. Uh, Wadango. Wadango. Is that like Fandango? I don't know. It's probably something similar. The, you know, there was probably a, a <laughs> Wendigo um, <laughs> episode on, on X-Files maybe. Uh, but I feel like if 14 people died on a reservation and it had to do with something possibly supernatural, they would send in someone like Fox Mulder and And Scully. Sorry. Whoa, wow. Yeah, I can't really believe hurt. you blinked that. Well, no. For some reason in my head, Fox Mulder was both of them. So Fox <laughs> and Mulder. But, and I knew that wasn't right. But Right. Um. So, yeah. So, Fiddler and his brother and or son, I mean, brother or son, not, not both, um, were arrested for murder. Jack committed suicide. Um, so Menace Man Chief was like, I'm out, apparently. And Joseph was sentenced and he died in jail, which apparently um, he somehow was getting a pardon and he didn't know that. And he died in jail before he was a pardoned for the crimes. So I don't even know how he warranted a pardon. But Interesting. Was this which Joseph died in jail? Joseph, the one that was with Fiddler in 1907. Either Joseph was his brother or his son. I didn't know which one because there were conflicting stories. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So that's the story of Jack Fiddler, the medicine man who defeated 14 Wendigos. He was fiddled. (laughs) He was fiddled. Okay. Um, So... Those were the big reports. Um, there was another report in 1920 um, at Fort Kent. Fort Kent was had a population of a measly 150 people, so it was very small. Um, probably smaller than our high school growing up. Yes. <laughs> I think there was at least 200 people in our high school. Yeah. So Fort Kent is in Maine, just so you know. It's in the U.S. we're talking about now. So uh, uh, I guess I'm thinking like, s- like when when they would have used the f- like when the forts would have been forts, and like a hundred something people seems like it would be quite a few. Um, but in the twenties or nineteen in in the latter nineteen hundreds, um, it probably had then become a town similar to. Like the town of Fort Stevens, mm-hmm. so probably so, yeah. Which probably at least has like six hundred people. I don't know how many people <laughs> live in Fort Stevens. It's probably even more than that. I don't know. Um, so yes, one hundred fifty people in Fort Kent. There was an English doctor and his wife. Um, they moved there from Great Britain because they were English. Um. So he went there to be the doctor for Fort Kent, um, help people, heal people. Unfortunately, there were rats carrying smallpox that came to the town too, and they infected the town, and the doctor's wife got infected with smallpox. This caused the doctor a lot of grief. Um, He locked himself away, built a shrine to his wife, um, 
And I think in one story it said he kind of built his wife into a shrine. So, like, she died and he just kind of was, like, like kept her kept her there with a bunch of stuff around her. Um, he turned crazy. He would invite the townsfolk over one by one and kill them and eat them. <laughs> the town eventually became suspicious when <laughs> when people just kept coming up missing. <laughs> um, and when they became suspicious, um, the doctor went on a rampage and ended up, I have no idea, he must have killed a heck of a lot of them before they became suspicious because he ate all but 11 of the town and then ran away into the forest. That is the story. So there were how many people to start out 150. with? 150. 150. I imagine a good portion of them died of smallpox. That, Yes. Yes, I'm sure a good amount of them did die of the smallpox. But <laughs> I want to know how many people he consumed. Like, I do too, and it doesn't and say. Like how many? How like how long it took from him eating people to people being like, you know, every time someone goes to see Doctor, <laughs> what's his name? It didn't give his oh. name. Um, Doctor Pebbles. I don't know. Uh. They don't, they don't come back. <laughs> uh, does he like say, oops, My they wife and Mabel went <laughs> over there last night and I haven't seen her again. <laughs> <laughs> the good doctor, he didn't tell me to drink a Coca-Cola. <laughs> he just, he ate me. Yeah. So that was a story. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, obviously, there's not a lot of facts. It doesn't give us a name. It doesn't really give you a definitive number of how many people he killed and ate. Um, Did he take his wife with him when he fled into the woods? I don't think so because I think at that point he was like really crazed. So he he was kind of beyond thinking of his shrine wife. Right. <laughs> Oi, the spot's on. Just get out of here. So. Now he's Australian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was crazy. Who knows what he what he became? Right. He well, he <laughs> obviously he became a Wendigo. Yeah. Um, Hello. <laughs> So there is a cave of the Wendigo. A cave? Yeah. It's called the Cave of the Wendigo. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, it's, I really don't know how to say this word, Memigus, Mem, Memigwis Lake, Ontario, Canada. And if you go there and you find this cave, there are apparently some cave paintings of hairy men, which is why it's called the Wendigo, or which is why it's called the Cave of the Wendigo. Fun fact. Um, that's all it says about that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Right? Um, also, looking up the Wendigo, I found out that there is a medical diagnosis called Wendigo psychosis. Do you know what Wendigo psychosis details? I imagine something breaks in a person's brain, which causes them to crave human flesh. Um, and it's probably what 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 um, uh, when when uh, like the first zombie movies started coming out, they probably had the Wendigo fever <laughs> psychosis 
psychosis. You're right. The Wendigo psychosis is when someone craves human flesh, but also fear becoming a cannibal. So it's a really juxtaposed psychosis, I guess. Um, And where this Wendigo psychosis was popularly diagnosed were the same territories that Wendigos were said to derive from. Interesting. Which is interesting. So it's like they got bit by a tick. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, I want people. It usually popped up in the winter when people were snowed in. So <laughs> it's uh, what <laughs> So the Donner Party. Whole bunch of windigos. I don't know. I mean the Donner Party, they were, I don't think they were in this area, were they? No. Where but did that happen? Weren't weren't they like in like a snowy place and then they just ended up eating? Yeah. To survive. Because people died and then they were hungry and they wanted to live. Um, So symptoms of Wendigo psychosis. Poor appetite, nausea, vomiting. The delusion of being a Wendigo. (laughs) Um, And then the only cure, native healers could cure them or execution would cure them of this psychosis. Right. So... That was that. By severing the brainstem. <laughs> um, and then in popular, I guess, I don't know if Algernon Blackwood is considered popular fiction, but Algernon Blackwood was... Algernon. Isn't that from... Um, I feel like there was a short story I read and that had that name in there. Algernon. Um, there's a novel called Flowers for Algernon, I believe. Could quite possibly have something to do with it. Is I've there never a ca- read it. I do not think it's about Wendigos. Mm-mm. No. I th- <laughs> is, was there a character in, in 1984 that was called Algernon? Oh, it's been a while since I read that book, so I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, so Algernon Blackwood, he wrote a novella called The Wendigo. He, it was a horror novella about um, people, I don't know, I haven't read it, but people in Ontario um, traveling and running into some trouble. So um, he's been mentioned in a lot of the sites about the Wendigo as well. Um, Let's see. I remember when I used to watch Charmed, there was an episode about a Wendigo there. It did not resemble anything <laughs> like this. Let me tell you. I don't know what stories they were reading, but it definitely wasn't really Wendigo related. And then, let's see. Apparently, I haven't heard, I haven't played the game. I know people who have, but the survival horror game Until Dawn has Wendigos as its monsters in it. And it's set in the fictional Blackwood Mountain, which seems like a shout out to Algernon Blackwood. Do you know do you know of any other Wendigo um in popular media kind of stuff? Uh I've been trying to look up like X Files wise and there's references to a bunch of different episodes, but they have to do with other kind of um creatures um like one of the first that pops up 
is season one, episode 19 called Shapes. Shapes is the 19th episode of the first season of the American Science, blah, blah, blah. Uh, X-Files, shape, why is it just telling me? Sorry. Uh, So, Shapes, or Nielsen, Jesus Christ. Um, It was kind of like, so this episode you know, was one of the many like Monster of the Week episodes. Another episode that, that mentioned is the episode that has to do with the Jersey Devil. Um, there's one that's called Hungry or Hunger. Um, but yeah, so there's, you know, there's a few. So this one, uh, in this episode, Mulder and Scully are called to a Montana. Is, are called to a Mon... Are Scully are called to... The sentence is, is odd. Mulder and Scully are called to Montana after his shooting on a farm near a Native American reservation. Investigation, Investigating the case, the agents find the dead man and those that he attacked. Many be, uh, blah, may be capable of shape-shifting into ferocious beasts, a phenomenon which was documented in the very first X-Files episode. Um, but yeah, this one, I mean, it... It has to do with a Native American man, um, and stuff. Hilarity ensues. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's not, like, there's not specifically, um, a Wendigo episode, but, you know, it, it definitely sounds like something Mulder would, like, when he is talking about an X file initially is something that he would like mention you know being a possibility mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you know what something could be yeah it seems like something he'd be interested in looking up of course it's a creature it's an x-file oh i never watched grim really i maybe i think i watched a few episodes like the very first few episodes and then i lost interest but like apparently they did uh a episode on Grimm about the Wendigo and on Supernatural, which I also didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't really watch either of those shows either. Yeah. But, uh, they might be uh, worth looking up if you're into the Wendigo. Um, I think, I mean, that's about it. They're, they have been in other video games. I haven't really heard a lot of these games. And obviously they're in role-playing games, so the Wendigo. The Wendigo. That is all I have on the Wendigo. So, Yetis, what do you think about the Wendigo? Uh, The Wendigo seems... Okay, so I feel like I'm going to be a bit more harsh on this one, mostly because I think it's really just screwed up people eating people <laughs> unless like an actual creature like even the you know the 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 accounts is like the person just kind of went deranged and they ate me like <laughs> <laughs> they it, ate yeah. me so i'm gonna give it one yeti wow that yeah. is really low uh i see windigo psychosis i give that all the yetis because that seems legit but windigo as an actual like um creature Mm-hmm. Uh, nah. Yeah, I tend to agree. I I mean, especially since there weren't 
really many um stories about him especially lately um and, and the stories that there were there wasn't a lot of hard details which kind of makes me think like mm, the odds of this actually being true are pretty low so i, I must say maybe two yetis two yetis I'll, I'll give it one more yeti just because you know just because yeah it it definitely uh less seems less a creature and more just you say the windigo psychosis the windigo psychosis mhm zombies mhm so so that's it that's our that's our show cool um hopefully the next one won't be nearly as uh, far away. I believe we said that the last time, so I'm not oh. making any promises, but... What, what <laughs> we should probably do is get a few in the hat, or in the hopper. The hopper. In the hopper. And uh, aug those out. Yes. Because, you know, hoppers, they use an auger to roll things. Right. Push yeah. them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, any last words? Um, check us out on Instagram. We we do have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Facebook. We do have email. I, th- I believe it's mythtakenpodcast at gmail.com. Not 100% sure. Pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just check us out. Uh, send us some love. Send us some creature ideas. We're always willing to take um, suggestions. So, And until next time, happy hunting. <laughs> sure. Yeah, go out and hunt the Windigo. Hopefully, it'll beat you. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Hey, sweet baby. Don't you think maybe we could find a I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar bill And I know a spot right over the hill There's soda pop and the dancing spree So if you want to have fun, come along with me Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking? How's about